0: Today, we're going to talk about everything having to do with moving to a new state. Now, I just moved from California to Texas, and previously I had moved from Washington to California for school. And there are so many different things that you have to think about in a move that you really don't, like, you wouldn't think that you have to think about those things. So I just wanted to come on here and inform you if you are thinking of moving to a new state, maybe testing out a new city, maybe you're moving for college, just some things to really kind of be. Thinking about. Now, first and foremost, with my move, I when I moved for college, like college was such a good in to a new state. Like you had places to meet friends, you had structure and a lot of guidance with different things. Plus, because you're in college, like you can still be kind of attached to your parents' stuff, like health insurance, all that. So those weren't things that I really had to think about. I had a lot of help with it. And when I started to actually transition out of college, I had a lot of connections. So it wasn't as scary of a situation. I had people to help me along the way. But this most recent move to Texas was extremely last minute. And because of that, you know, I also don't know people here in Texas, really. So I had to kind of navigate all these different things I had help with previously in a new state. And not only that, but there were also new things that I had to consider that I didn't have to worry about in California. So for me, I've spent hours researching different things. I've been stressed out about stuff. So I wanted to come on and just kind of give you a heads up about a couple different things that I had to go through, research, or consider moving to Texas. Now, obviously every state's gonna be different. There's gonna be different processes for things. There's different requirements. So of course, you know, look up the state that you are moving to and where you're moving from, what's gonna be different. But this is just kind of my experience and generic things to look out for. I really think for me, the biggest differences are just in culture. And I'll kind of get to that in a little bit. And I will say in Texas, I feel like people are are a little bit nicer. Like I just went to the doctor for the first time out here and I've told every single doctor I've gone to in California, and I've gone to several, I've told every single one that I used to have asthma, like sports induced asthma as a kid, I had an inhaler and my dad also struggled with the same thing. I've never once had a doctor actually take that to heart and do something about it until getting here. My doctor, literally the first appointment, which is actually only to establish care and get like a prescription, renewed prescription for birth control. And she comes in and she, she's interviewing me, asking me these questions. And she immediately was like, okay, let's get you some blood work because I had like had some issues donating blood before and then had blood work come back that I was low in iron. And actually my previous doctor made me like think that I was anemic and that it was like a rare form of anemia. So I kind of panicked because that was right before I got booted off my parents' insurance and had to find my own. So then I had that transition of getting my, my new health insurance and then I moved. So I didn't get a follow-up on that. So my doctor takes my blood work. She ends up bringing in this whole thing to get me like a, a breathing test. Turns out I do have asthma and she gave me an inhaler, which has been so life-changing and made such a difference. And on top of that, she does my blood work, messages me literally the next day and was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know you don't have anemia. Maybe eat some more foods that are higher in iron, but like you're fine. And on top of that, I did find out that you are vitamin D deficient. So now I'm taking a supplement. It's been so much better. Such a long-winded story. You probably didn't give a fuck about. My point being, I think the biggest difference for me here is how people care, and they genuinely stop and listen and assist you. And for me, that was just very different than in California, where I felt like everybody had something way more important to do, even when it was their paid profession to be helping you, whether that was, you know, establishing my business or going to the doctor. You know, it wasn't just like a let me get in and out as quick as I can, but it like they care here. So that has been a really positive difference for me coming to Texas. And I'll kind of get into some less positive differences in a little bit, but there's just, there's a lot to think about when you move to a new state. And I think that for me, you know, things happen so fast that I didn't even have a chance to create a game plan or consider these things. It just, I ended up here and here we are now. So here's some things to consider. Number one thing, you want to think about your surrounding area. Like what area are you moving to? I will say that for the most part, I actually did get a research this while it happened in a week and we signed a lease i unseen, You know, I I did look at different areas and kind of consider, you know, how close was I to the city? How, you know, what were different things that were around me? I was going to Orange Theory at the time. So where were those located? You know, things that were important so that I felt comfortable and I felt like I had outlets to meet people. And, you know, there were some places that my boyfriend and I were considering moving in the past. And when I thought about those places, I just didn't totally feel comfortable with it solely because I wasn't close to a major city and there were a lot more families and to me moving to a new spot I want to have easy outlets to go meet people and have you know people kind of in the same position as me who are also moving to that area. I think that was for me one of the biggest things was making sure that like the area was conducive with where I'm at in my life and things that were important to me making sure that we had stores nearby that it was a safe area and somewhere where I could go for a walk and not have to kind of look over my shoulder. So that those are the some things that like we just looked at with the area. We also live right by a lake, which is nice because there are walking trails there. I think it's important that you you think through what kind of community you wanna have. Like for me, I wanna have people that I can meet, that I can go hang out with, but also people that make me feel at home, you know? And I didn't need to live in a super crazy nice area I just wanted to live somewhere where there were more young people, that was comfortable, where there were a lot of different outlets to go meet people. So there's different, you know, running clubs, walking clubs, book clubs. There's a ton of coffee shops. There's wineries around here. So those are just some things that for me were really crucial to also consider, kind of going off that previous point. One of the biggest things that I have learned in my 20s and especially moving out of college is to make sure that I feel as comfortable as possible in my own home. I had shared rooms before. I lived with roommates that I just didn't totally gel with before. And, you know, I was growing through those phases. So maybe they served me at one point in time, but I just, for me, having a home that I feel comfortable in is so crucial. And especially when you're somewhere that you're not familiar with. And I wanted to have somewhere where I could host people. So I wanted to make sure that we had amenities that when we were getting packages, there was like a good system for that where it wouldn't just be like sitting outside in front of our door. I wanted to make sure that it was newer and we weren't, you know, living in someone else's kind of grimy situation. Like my sister and I, we actually moved somewhere in California and it was so old. There were like water pockets in the ceilings. It was just disgusting. And it was like renovated, but the building was still really old. So I just wanted to make sure it was a little bit newer, just feeling fully comfortable in our house. And on top of that, like I wanted there to be community events. We have at least one event every single month. A lot of people go to it. And another thing for me was making sure that in, I mean, obviously you can't like fully ask these questions, but you can get a relatively good idea depending on the area or even just kind of like the setup of where you're moving, but looking to make sure that your, maybe it's an apartment complex, has a similar demographic to you. For me, I didn't want to move somewhere where it was more townhomes and families, especially young families, because that's just not the phase of life I'm in. I wanted to move somewhere where I felt like there were going to be younger people or, you know, kind of in their, like, late 20s who were in the same stage of life. So that's just kind of something to consider. Like, what is the demographic of the complex that you're moving to Are Are there more families? Is it, you know, going to be an older area? Because I know for me, I just moved from an area in California that was a lot more retired people, which is incredible, but, you know, I'm looking to make friends. So I really wanted that to be accessible. The next thing to really think about is going to be your budget. What's changing from where you're currently at to where you're moving? This was something that actually for me was a, a huge pro. I travel all the time and we live very close to Dallas Fort Worth Airport. So I don't have to drive an hour to the airport anymore, which was really, really a huge money saver and time saver for us. And in addition to that, gas is like literally half the price in Texas. Plus, I don't have to drive nearly as far as I was before. So thinking about those kinds of things, you know, where are grocery stores, where are the fitness studios you want to work out at? Where's the gym? Where are, you know, where's work if you don't work from home? Thinking through where is the area I'm living, where are the things I need to get to, and how does that factor into my budget? What do groceries cost? What are things that I'm going to need when I get there? You know, we, for the most part, had to get a lot of big furniture once we got to Texas. So just again, thinking those things through and how much is it going to be to transport all of my belongings? We actually ended up getting, um, I think it's like a U-Haul pod or something. I could be wrong on the name of it, but basically it like comes to you and I had to ship all of my stuff like two or three weeks early, which was just insane. So we pack all of our stuff into the pod and then they ship the pod from, for us, it was from California to Texas. So are you going to do that? Are you going to get a U-Haul, sell off most of your stuff, travel with it? Just thinking about those costs because it definitely does cost money to, to move states, which is always, it's so funny to me when people are like, oh, well, if you don't like it here, why don't you just move to another state? But it's like, yeah, but some people don't have the luxury because it's fucking expensive to move. And even if you sell off all your stuff, you still have to go get all those new things once you get to your new state. So you know, think about that. what what are all of the costs associated with me moving and once I get there? Okay, now let's get into all of the additional shit that you don't want to have to worry about that you do have to worry about when you move. First and foremost, when you move, make sure that you are forwarding all of your mail. This is something that even when I've just moved like from city to city in California, This has really come back to bite me in the butt if I haven't done it long enough or, you know, if I didn't do it in time because your mail could very well be getting lost. And you want to make sure that this is one of the first things that you're going to do. The second you know you're moving, start forwarding all of your mail to the new place so that you're obviously getting all the important notices and stuff that you need. Then from there you need to also consider, you know, what is the mail situation at your place. I personally got a PO box for my business so that all of that was being sent to a secure location. So I had to secure the PO box. Then, you know, what are your insurances? What do you need to change? I'm renting. I needed to update my renter's insurance. And then when you're moving from state to state, there also might be differences in your insurance plans. So What are those differences making sure that you're up to date on everything changing your car insurance health insurance all the insurances and And again, that's something that I really like especially getting a doctor for me Was such a top priority. So what are the health insurance options where you are at establish care with a doctor go do those things I promise you Once you do it, it feels so much better Like i'm telling you that was one of the biggest reliefs for me and on that note, too You also need to think about getting a license where you're moving. So if you're moving from one state to another, you know, updating your license. And then in order to do that, you also need to register your car in that new state. So what is the process for that? I know here you have to go get an annual inspection. So making sure that you're up to date on all of those different systems in the new state you're moving, getting those things changed over. And you do have a little bit of a buffer. So it's not like you have to do it the first week that you're in your new spot, but these are things that if I was able to, I wish I could have planned ahead with so that I had all of this kind of scheduled out so it wasn't so overwhelming to research it all once I was here and having to do it by myself. And if you are like me and you own a business, this is one of the biggest pains in the ass. And I obviously can't be giving like official advice, but I know for me some of the things I had to think about were, What is the process of moving my business from one state to another? Do I need to keep it established in that state? Am I still doing business in that state? Can I just move it over? And then on top of that, I need to change the the address for my insurance. I need to change my address with the IRS, make sure that I have everything figured out, making sure that for me, I had the same name that was available in the state that I was moving to. So thinking about, okay, if I have a business, how am I going to do that change and What is the process for that? What are meetings that maybe I need to schedule to go get all the information to do that successfully? Do I need to go meet with a CPA? Do I need to go meet with, you know, an attorney? Just thinking those things through so that you're prepared and it's not a surprise and you don't end up getting screwed later. And if you're moving to California, there's also some different systems that you have to be aware of in California, like filing a five sixty eight form and paying the annual fee to have a business in California. So. Be thinking about that. Be proactive about it so that it doesn't come back to bite you. Now, here's some laws that I hadn't really thought about deeply until I got to Texas. The first one's not as serious, but with t- in Texas, and actually I caught gone to the grocery stores and I was looking for tequila because I was making margaritas. And I'm like going from store to store, like where the fuck is a hard alcohol? Like they're probably like, this chick is like an alcoholic because I'm like, where's your hard alcohol? Like every person I went to and no, And everybody was like, oh, it's over there. And I'd like go over there and I'm like, wait, but it's not over here. And then I had gone to Trader Joe's and I was like, oh, maybe it's just like a, a Trader Joe's in Texas thing. Like, I, I don't know. There's hard alcohol at the Trader Joe's in California. But then finally I figure out that one of the ladies finally told me at the grocery store that they don't sell hard alcohol in Texas, in grocery stores, you have to go to a liquor store. So, and not that that's, like, a huge problem here, but it is something that, like, I didn't really know before moving here that, again, it wouldn't have, like, changed my my choice to move here, but it is something to kind of think about. There's just, it's a total difference here. Now, something that really did make a big difference that I genuinely, I knew in the back of my head, but I wasn't consciously thinking about when we were just caught up in the, the chaos of moving But you can't have an abortion in Texas. And, you know, I hope that's never something that I have to consider or a bridge that I have to cross, but that is something that very much impacts women in general. And it really wasn't something that I'd even thought about because, again, my move was so last minute. And now that I'm here, it's honestly a really scary thing. And it makes me realize, you know, for people who, again, say, well, you know, if you can't have an abortion there, move somewhere else. It's like, okay, but I just moved and I realized how fucking expensive that was. And on top of that, what if somebody doesn't, like Texas is a huge state. What if somebody doesn't have the ability to easily go to another state to have an abortion? And again, I don't know if that would have totally changed my moving here, but it's something that I almost wish I would have had the time to sit and really think about and grapple with before I did make that move. Now, for me, I am fortunate enough to have the resources where if I was in a position like that, I I would have help with those things. I just think it's given me a really renewed perspective on how scary that must be for other people who aren't in a position like me where they're fortunate to have those resources. So I just think before you move, you know, there's some things that aren't as serious to consider. There's things that are just a pain in the ass legal things to consider. And then there's things that really do make a difference in like your everyday life and the rights that you have. And I think that those are important things to research. All right, now, once you are in a new city, here are some things that I want you to just kind of know so that you know what to expect when you get there. Now, for me, again, I moved to a new state where I didn't really know a lot of people. I've been really proactive in meeting people. But even with that being said, like, there's been a lot more quiet moments for me. I was in California for a long time. I had built up friendships. I had people that felt like family out there. So if I was having a bad day, I knew who to call. I know that, you know, I could have driven up to LA. I could have gone to San Diego. I could have had people right there that felt like home for me. I could have had those little escapes. I just, I knew the area. I had people, I had a whole community. Here, I don't have that as much. Now, I still have my friends on on the phone, but i've spent so much more time alone in my own head and not hanging out with people spending time in my apartment or going out doing things alone and i think it's been one of the most rewarding experiences one of the coolest challenges but it is that it is a challenge you know it's something that you have to be conscious of and make an effort to feel better about if that makes sense so not just sitting in, oh, I don't have friends, I don't know anybody here, but picking yourself up by your bootstraps and saying, how am I going to meet people, and really putting yourself out there. For me, I was going to fitness studios. I work out at an Orange Theory, so I met people that way. I also joined a group on an app called Geneva. Highly recommend if you're moving to a new place, download the app Geneva. Look for local groups in your area. We had one um, Dallas Hot Girl Walk Club. I I don't know if that's still what it stands for, but I think that's what it started out as, and um they host monthly events. So I, I literally went to one event and met a ton of different people. And through those people, I met even more people. And I was like, I was totally stalking people on here, like creepy. I'm like going through, I'm looking at their profiles. And there was one girl that actually, she had like a, um, in like a little bio. It was like, Hey, I'm like, I'm, I don't remember how old she said she was, but around my same age. And she was like, I, I'm actually from this area, but I'm looking to make new friends, looking for like couples And I was like, boom, that's so perfect. And I like saw the bio, messaged her. We went and got wine together. Super cool. I introduced her to some of the girls that I'd met from the event that I went to through the other group. And it's just been really cool to, to build out that community. And I also, there's a girl that I had gone to school with her and her older sister. She's a little, I think like only a grade younger than me. So, and her sister was a year older. So i had reached out to her and we've gone to a couple like little lunches together and stuff. And you know, I think it's just really, again, being proactive about those things, but also understanding that when you're in a new spot and you have a lot of alone time, that's how I felt when I first started traveling and I was gone for two or three weeks at a time by myself. You can look at that as being a really negative thing and it, and it doesn't feel comfortable at first at all whatsoever, really ever, but you can also look at it as being an opportunity to really dive deep with yourself, figure out things that maybe, you know, you want to, work on or you're looking at your goals and kind of getting in touch with yourself, things maybe you felt insecure about that you want to rectify or work on and, and just becoming comfortable with spending alone time with you. And I think that that's one of the coolest things that's come out of this experience. And I will say, I think that I had a lot of exposure to that already because of my travel. And I'm really fortunate for that because it definitely prepared me for moving here, but just expect that you're gonna feel a little lonely you're gonna feel uncomfortable it's gonna feel super fucking awkward to go to different events but the more you get used to it and the more you just quiet those voices in your head and go you're gonna feel so good about yourself and I remember when I went to this Christmas party that um the, that one of the girls put on and we all went it was so much fun and I just walked away feeling like I felt like I was on like a high it was just so cool like I I really felt so proud of myself for, for meeting people. And we, one, um, one Sunday we all went to watch football. We all brought like our boyfriends. There were some girls that were like single and they all came too. and it was just so much fun. We spent all day together. And I just think that you feel so much more proud of yourself when you do those things. I also highly recommend if you are feeling lonely, go to a coffee shop. I work from home, moved to a new state. Going to a coffee shop was one of the biggest game changers for me. If I was having a low day, getting ready, having something to get ready for and going to sit down at a coffee shop and do my work and even just like talking to the barista or being around other people who were talking, it made me feel so much better. So Be proactive, go meet people, go sit at a coffee shop, go to those workout classes and put yourself in situations where you don't feel so lonely. Now, I think that another thing to expect is that you're going to have to really carve out the time. Like this isn't just going to happen. It's not going to be like, you know, if you lived in a place before where you had a big community, it's not just going to change like that. Like you're going to have to make the conscious effort. I knew that, you know, my and honestly, my business struggled a little bit. I didn't have the energy to put there because my energy was on getting established in Texas and having a community because I knew that was important. So carve out the time and do the uncomfortable thing. Go to the events, put it in your calendar, pay for it if you need to. If it's something like like what, some of the events we do through one of the groups, you have to pay to be there. And by doing that, it kept me accountable for going. So do what you have to do, do the uncomfortable shit, be okay with it and push yourself to do those things. And you also, you're gonna have to follow up with people. Like when you first meet somebody they don't become your first priority. Like you don't crave to necessarily hang out with them. You know, it's almost, it's like a job. It's like dating, you know, it's, and maybe that's a bad example because with dating, it's, if you get excited about somebody, but you know, with friendship, I think it's a little different. You, you don't fully know someone. So you really have to like, to seek it out, follow up with people and obviously don't chase them down. I'm the last one to do that, but you know, don't be afraid to double text them or try to throw something together last minute or, you know, whatever it is. But Reach out and keep reaching out because sometimes people just forget. So expect to feel lonely, expect to have to carve out that time and make the effort, and expect to feel uncomfortable because you're gonna be in your head more. And the last thing really to expect is you're gonna have to consider safety a little bit more. Like you don't know this area as much as maybe you're the place you did before. And you need to understand your surroundings. Like, where are you? Where if something happened, you know, where would you turn to? Where are the places you can go? What are safe versus unsafe parking areas? What crime is common where you live? You know, if you just move from a suburban area to a city, there's going to be different types of crime to maybe expect or, you know, create daily habits around, such as maybe pickpocketing, right? Like that's something you don't really have to think about as much when you're in a suburban area, but when you move to a city, there's a lot of people, especially like New York or something you know, you're going to have to just kind of be thinking about certain things maybe you didn't before. And of course, you know, just as always, like thinking about home safety, having a plan when you go out. And really, again, having a plan is like the most important thing you can do that and having confidence in any situation. But ultimately, all in all, there's a lot of things to think about moving before you make that move. There's things to think about when you get there, things you can expect. But know that, It's one of the coolest things you can do for yourself. I, no part of me regrets moving. Now there's maybe things that I wish that I would have thought through a little bit more, but moving is one of the coolest things I've ever done. Every time I've done it, I've never regretted it, even though it is challenging. I hope that this helps you kind of understand maybe what to expect, how to prepare. And again, research, do all of your research, start here, take those things into account, and look up your specific situation. If you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Like I, My goal is to be able to help you make your transition easier because mine was really rough and rocky. So reach out, use me as a resource. You can email me, DM us, whatever works for you. Now, on that note, if you have submissions, maybe you are moving, maybe you have moved, you have stuff to add to this. Maybe you want to talk about safety, anything else, which life in general. If you have things that you would like advice on reach out to us. All of those details are in the show notes. If you can rate, share, review and follow this podcast, it is greatly appreciated or also subscribe on YouTube. Um, yeah, that would just be greatly appreciated. I love doing this podcast. I love getting to connect with you guys. I hope that you are benefiting from this and please, again, I, I know I'm saying this 510 times, but like give us feedback. Like I, I love hearing feedback. I want to make this podcast as good as it can be, as helpful as it can be. So let us know what you're thinking, feeling, experiencing with the podcast. And I will chat with you next time.